everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Spotify or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. I am the host, Josh Sanchez, and the purpose of Your Spiritual Best Friend is to connect spirituality, mental health, and astrology all in one because it's important for everyone to realize that we are all on our own spiritual journey at the end of the day. So the more we open up, the more we are able to connect with each other and grow as a collective society. So sit back and relax and enjoy your spiritual best friend. everybody i hope everybody is doing well on this wonderful thursday evening this is a special live stream this is awesome so it's been a year so this time last year i started your spiritual best friend and honestly it's been one heck of a journey from the highs and lows meeting new people and bringing guests on it's been great and uh, i've really grown a lot as a host and hopefully you guys have enjoyed the podcast so far So with me, I have some two very special guests, two people that play a very big and important part of my life. I have my girlfriend, Amala, and also my best friend, our best friend, Kina. Uh, Both of them have helped me so much with discovering my own spirituality, really helped me with connecting through astrology and stuff. So just want to give them a big shout out before they really join us today. And uh, what's going on, guys? You guys can say hello. How are you guys feeling tonight? I'm feeling good today, and I'm feeling good right now because I'm around two of my best friends. Definitely. Namala, how are you feeling? Similar. Same. Pretty <laughs> sweet. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I know I know for Namala, obviously, if you guys don't know, Namala is my girlfriend. I am. This is her first podcast, so mm. this is going to be uh, one heck of an experience for everybody. Yeah. So, I think let's start this full conversation off already. We'll start with... What do you guys want to start with? Relationships? What are you guys feeling? I don't know. We talk about a lot at once. Yeah, we, we do talk about a lot at once. Um, <laughs> I guess we can go um, straight into relationships. Yes. All right. I'm, I'm down. If you guys are down. So if you guys are tuning in, I know Nick just joined on Instagram Live. What's going on, Nick? How you doing, buddy? Let me hit the wave button. Oh, adorable. Yeah. So also, I forgot to mention, wow, because again, I'm just going just straight freestyling for you guys. And Ray just commented, you're going to have a free. No, no, I'm not freestyling. No, no, no. I I don't spit bars at all. I am. I am pretty white as heck when it comes to me trying to rap. I'll be dead before anyone sees me do that. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. So I know with you guys, a lot of our conversations This is our first one that's going to be recorded so we'll see how differently this goes we really get in deep just letting you guys know it gets it gets pretty deep at times and we can really get into it um so when it comes to relationships i think a really good starting question that i have Mm -hmm. so when it comes to breakups obviously breakups are a big part of our lifetimes (laughs) what is one thing that you guys have learned it could be from any breakup someone from high school someone from college what is one thing you guys learned from that breakup and if you guys need time to think i can i can always start i i'll I'll start this conversation rolling um because for me 
I've had to learn boundary setting. Namala can testify, obviously I've grown a lot more in that avenue from the beginning of our relationship to now, but- That's true. Setting boundaries was something that I had to learn Mm -hmm. from my previous relationship. Mm -hmm. No disrespect, two years. Damn. But- a lot of running around, a lot of saying, a lot of saying yes, even though I did not have the emotional energy. I mean, that's what happens when you date young, but that's something that I've had to learn in my relationship. Mm-hmm. So now that I disclosed Namala, since you are my, since you are my lover. Yes, I am. I what is something title. you have had to learn? Um, I think I had to learn that you kind of can't worry about what the other person is doing during the breakup. Like winning the breakup doesn't exist. Really the only thing that in my mind exists during like a breakup is like what you're learning after. You know what I'm saying? You taught me that. Yeah, like you really can't be concerned with the other person at all because the only thing it does is like deter you from learning what you're going mm-hmm. through. Like it just serves as a distraction. So, so why do you think people tend to worry so much about what the other person is doing why do you think that why do you think people fall into that trap of i'm worrying about even though we've broken up i'm worried about this person what this person's doing instead of worrying about what i'm doing why do you think people really fall into that trap um i think because a lot of times there's probably like an unresolved feeling where you're like oh like i'm thinking about them because like i want them back like i'm worried they're gonna go back to their ex like you just have like all these unanswered questions that you want answered so bad and then that just starts like the overthinking process be even more so i think if you're still thinking about your ex like chances are like there some some weird was going on you know what i'm saying like they probably planted a seed or two that made you like continue to think about them after the breakup you know i just feel like there's always like an air of like i always get worried if like during a breakup like my friends constantly like talking about their ex i'm mm-hmm. like oh no like that just doesn't bode well mm-hmm. i think kina how do you feel um, I think one of the biggest things I've learned um, after a breakup is that people are not to be possessed. They're to be experienced. Mm-hmm. Like, people are not possessions. You, right. you just experience them, you know? We're all just humans, like, passing through this lifetime. And no one is, like, truly ours. So, you know, after a breakup, a lot of the time we want to have control over everything like our emotions we want to have control over how we feel and how the other person feels in a way and I think like wanting you know there's a part of most people that want the other person to be upset to be pressed over us to be sad because of our own like human ego we're like okay I'm hurting I want you to hurt too I don't want to be alone in my hurt Mm -hmm. but you can't control how another person feels and like true love is like allowing someone to feel totally free and liberated right which means letting them go when it's time to let them go mm-hmm. and just to add a little bit further like i know you mentioned towards the end about just like letting them go and i really like how you visualize like we are like i like to say like spirits you know just experiencing a human experience and we're just going and we're going through our own journeys and stuff like that too and we meet people and some people were meant to last forever some people were meant to meet during this specific time period and instead of trying to fix something that's not gonna get 
fixed, we got to be able to let go. And that's one of the hardest things to do for a lot of people is letting go. And I know you guys, I know for myself too, we definitely have a lot of friends, family, loved ones, you know, that have struggled with that. So like, what's some advice that you would give to somebody that that is struggling with that idea of like letting go and trying to really move on because it is, it's, it's, it's a lot, especially when you expend so much emotional time, energy. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I know for me, just like, just like Sharon, cause like for me, like if I invest so much time and yeah. I put in so much effort for that to not, for that to go to waste for me, it really like hits me because it's like damn like i i've invested so much time effort why is it waste you know what i'm saying i think that this is also a thing with breakups too though is that like we look at it like if it doesn't last forever oh it's a waste of time but like relationships like like we've said like all you do in a relationship is constantly learn relearn unlearn like it's a constant continual process Mm -hmm. so i think that like when something ends like it's not a waste of time as much as it is just like in my mind it's almost like you're almost like regaining that time back because you now like you're not gonna spend any more time learning that lesson you know what i'm saying and that's why i think like karmic relationships exist for us in this lifetime is because like we have to learn that way we don't have to keep relearning and i think that's why like i feel like people have to learn certain lessons in relationship and then when they don't learn their next relationship literally just gets worse you know what i'm saying like (laughs) you just keep learning like Mm -hmm. i think the universe is constantly just like okay you didn't learn okay we're gonna go again okay you don't learn okay we're gonna go again you know what i'm saying because if you don't like the only thing you're gonna do is continue the cycle of like whatever is going wrong in your relationship yeah just to add just from like a just like a visual i visualize um, if you, I know you guys are very big into terror, terror cards. Obviously, mm-hmm. you guys have honestly have done some powerful terror card readings for me. Mm-hmm. I just picture this fool's journey because at, at in the very beginning we are a fool, and then once we learn the skills and what we learn in our relationships, then we be we become the magician. And what happens is we need to be able to experience the news, these new things, you know, and grow and evolve to a new person. But what happens is if we don't learn from that, and like you said, Namal, we go back into another relationship, we're just a full reliving that cycle of like, uh, the universe is going to keep throwing this at you until you learn, like you're going to continue to meet the same people and have the same problems in your yeah. relationships until you eventually have to actually like learn and grow from that that, that's how i visualize it just like the fool's journey Mm -hmm. of just like the repeated cycle you're gonna meet this person you're gonna meet this person right and unless you do the emotional work it's going to be the same exact thing right you guys get what i'm saying because i know i can yeah 100 percent. i also think too that like love doesn't have really a set end point it doesn't move like in a Mm -hmm. linear fashion like love is just energy and it's not you know law of conservation of energy it can't mm-hmm. be created or destroyed it's only like transferred and transformed into different points mm-hmm. and so you know the love you give someone in a relationship you could spend say three years loving someone and putting an in effort into someone but at the end of the day um it's not wasted because you spent three years loving right. and being better at love mm-hmm. and love is not something you just feel it's something you do and when you do something over and over and over again you become very good at it and when you put it it's like i view loving as like a skill like how good can i love you in what Mm -hmm. different ways can i love you 
and how well am I getting to know you so that I can love you in a way where you feel very satisfied, very happy, very mm -hmm. free. And so, you know, the time you spend with someone is like sharpening that skill. So Namala made a really good point where she's viewing it from you're actually gaining time because if you were to say, stay in an unhealthy relationship, you're wasting more time because you're not learning a lesson. Right. I True. remember my dad gave my friend this advice when she was going through like a really poor relationship where he was like, if it hasn't gotten better in the eight years, what makes you think it's going to get better next year? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ooh, which is definitely advice. Like, disrespectful. People that have met me or know my family, like that's definitely my, my dad's type of advice, you know? So it's like a very, like I think that that is kind of like how you have to look at it sometimes where you're like, okay, like if I put in this effort for this long and we are not learning, right? Mm -hmm. We're not growing, we're not transforming. In fact, we're saying stagnant, maybe even becoming worse or like in this relationship, mm -hmm. chances are like, if I don't understand, this is a cycle that's just gonna continue. And then you have to unlearn all of that time mm -hmm. by yourself or in your next relationship, which is truly like, probably one of the worst things you can project onto a future partner, right? Is not yes. doing the work to unlearn what happened yes. in your past relationship. You know what I'm saying? We've all met those people. We have all met those people who have carried baggage from the last relationship. Oh We've all met the people that were like, oh, I'm like this because I got cheated on in high school. Are you kidding me? You are 25. <laughs> You're 25. You you pay your electric bill. Right. You have well, a car like, payment, bro. You, like, also, also, like, welcome to the club. Me too. Right. It's just like, that's not... There are explanations for behavior, but there's mm -hmm. not justifications for it. 100%. You can explain behavior without justifying mm -hmm. your actions. Like, we've, we've all done things because of the things we've been through. We've all reacted, you know, irrationally. But you really have to utilize your time because if not, you project it onto everyone else. I think that's a problem too is when people like now when they're like, oh, I'm out of a relationship. Like, I'm back on the grind. It's like, are you in therapy though? Like, <laughs> I want you to have your priorities together. It's always, you know the grind saying? is always like, the gym and work too like at, you see like a man break up with someone and they could be like deeply heartbroken right and they'll be posting out like back on the grind back out like on back the back in the gym right like, and i'm like you're literally just lifting weights like i know you cried before you got <laughs> right the car, like all so. you're doing is moving heavy objects right. that's all you're doing right i need you in therapy right <laughs> also that's a red flag if i ever like talk to like somebody about therapy and they're like no why i'm immediately like done i don't know something in my head i'm like we're not gonna grow together you know because it shows a closed mind i mm -hmm. think to me that necessary like i don't think therapy is for everyone i think that therapy is for people who are at a point of self-awareness where mm -hmm. they can be completely honest with themselves and someone else mm -hmm. because therapy in order for therapy to be effective you really do have to be completely honest with yourself and your therapist right. and that means you have to trust yourself and trust mm -hmm. a stranger that you just met right but i think a lot of times you know especially in like within the cultural context therapy might not be the only effective form of like trauma treatment for example 100%. there's so many other forms of treatment mm -hmm. but if i'm talking to you and the you know therapy comes up or really other methods of healing right. and you just shut that down right. and you're just like i don't need that to me your mind is already closed off and that's a turnoff to me because right. you're not even entertaining 
you don't have the curiosity about it. You don't even want to know more because you think that you know enough, but you don't. Right. Like if I'm like, oh, I meditate and immediately you're like, why? Or like you look at me weird in my head. I'm like, you must have anxiety. Like, you know, like I feel like at this point, like there's so many resources to figure out ways to like better yourself. Mm -hmm. Like part of me is like very grateful that I grew up in like the social media age just because like how much knowledge there is now about anxiety, depression, Mm -hmm. um, PTSD, like bipolar chart, like so many things, right? Like yeah. we are given so much information now that like 10 years ago, no one was talking about because of the stigma. Mm-hmm. So I feel like at this point, if you're still willing to carry the stigma to make yourself look like better or more like appealing, I feel like that's, it just strikes me as like disingenuous. Right. Definitely. I mean, just because I know you guys have said a lot, so I'm just I'm processing everything. So I know when it comes to emotional growth, that's something and having an open mind. Mm -hmm. These are two things that are a must in all of our partners, future partners, even friendships and even like professional friendships, even like close friendships, too, Mm -hmm. because we all need to be able to grow together. And if you don't have an open mind and you're very close minded, yeah, because I mean, that's just not how life works. Life right. is gray. Like mm-hmm. there's going to be days where things are just going to be all over the place. Mm-hmm. There's going to be days where you might experience something completely new than how you're normally living. Right. Like, yeah. uh, like, for instance, like, I mean, I love it. But like, I went to Philly with my friend, John. My friend, John lives in Philly. Shout out, John. Um, shout out, John. Hopefully he'll <laughs> tune in. Um, but like I went in the Philly, I took the SEPTA for the first time. Like, you know, like it was just a brand new experience for me because for me, I grew up, you know, we usually have a car around here in Delaware. We drive everywhere. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if you live in the city, you're taking public transportation. You need to know if you're on the right route. You need to know all this. So keeping that open mind is so important there. Whereas like there's some people, if they have a closed mind, they're just like, well, I hate this. I, 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 okay, I don't want to. You might be adding me a little I'm bit. Not, I'm not I'm adding you. No, 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 no. I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> I'm not adding you. Recently in Philly, and I. (laughs) (laughs) Um, listen, I. I don't like, okay, yeah, no, I'm just going to say, I don't like public transportation. I am not very spoiled. I live in Delaware. Everything is 15, 20 minutes away by car. I it's know what fantastic. First thing, my sister would be like, first thing, my sister has never been on public transportation. If you have something to say, you can ride the train first, okay? You don't know what it's like. I love public you don't transportation. Know. But also, the SEPTA compared to like the Metro, it's just like very different. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? There's just too much stimulation on the train for well, me. I, I just, I use public transportation as just an example of we need to be able to keep an open mind on things because everyone is living their life completely different. The way how you live your life is not always 100%, you know, like how everybody else is living, if you get what I'm saying. So that's why keeping an open mind, keeping that new idea of learning new perspectives is something in a partner that is a must. Because if you're with closed-minded people that are very stern and firm with their beliefs, you know, Mm -hmm. like that's just not how life operates. Like life is gray. You're always going to meet somebody that has experienced something that's going to question the things that you believe in. And it's important to keep an open mind during that. Now, some of the things, you know, might be extreme, you know, I'm just mm-hmm. saying, generally speaking, mm-hmm. like I've learned a lot through my relationship with you, Namal. You've definitely opened my mind many, a lot, 
You know what I mean? That was a big one. Good yes. Food. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> so a couple people in the comments. So hello. Becca first says, hello, Namala. Hi, beautiful. So hello. I know all they see is my face here. Would you? I, I can switch and you guys want to say hi real quick to everybody. Hello. Just say hello. It's a little hello. dark here. We were but, told that the camera was a maybe. Yeah, I did. So, so that's why it was quick. That's yes, why That's why I did a quick. You. I just said it was going to be my face, but that's everybody else who's recording. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm uh, Amber, I do have some Sagittarius in my chart, so that is a very uh, that is a very uh, true fact. She oh she was God. like, okay, keep talking, Mister Sagittarius. Hundred percent. So so yeah, I I do have some Sag in my chart. Yeah, That's yeah. the but we we have to keep an open mind though. It's true. We definitely do. But also like I don't like I don't, I don't say like no, but I also think like. Part of what I think is really hard about keeping an open mind is not having expectations for new experiences. Because I feel like, as someone that has really high expectations and is like constantly like dealing with that, mm-hmm. I feel like it's really hard to go into new experiences sometimes and kind of like keep a level head. We're like, okay, this is not going to be the best thing in the world, and it may not be the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, kind of having to unlearn that like having high expectations all the time isn't great because it's just not realistic. Right. And it just leads to either like really weird disappointment or like a really like short lives high you know i also think too that a lot of the most rigid people i know are very traumatized because i think there are multiple ways of reacting to trauma and Mm -hmm. responding to it right that looks totally different Mm -hmm. some people are very impulsive and they constantly are craving a high something new but then there are people who they really fear new experiences because they just expect disappointment every time. Mm-hmm. Um, people who have been let down like over and over again, people who are very distrusting because they grew up having people break their trust over mm-hmm. and over again, or their life was always so chaotic, so unstable that they just crave stability and almost a mundane routine. So I, I think that um, you know some people just really fear the fluidity of a new experience like i've learned to embrace the fluidity of it because you know even if i expect things i always prepare for the worst but kind of expect you know i don't know like Mm -hmm. i'm a very we'll see type of person and i think that really does help keep my mind open i'm like we'll see but i'm still gonna prepare for the worst because in any worst case scenario what could happen and what am i gonna do if it happens because it's very very much possible and i don't like going into situations unprepared unprepared and blind and also overly cocky as in like oh this is not gonna happen and then when it happens i look like boo boo the fool yeah i'm definitely never gonna say oh it's not gonna happen because now you've 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 cursed it's too late now like it's definitely gonna happen right but the fluidity of things is important because life moves in these like circular motions where we try new things and then things end and then we try other things and things end and like it's a beginning and ending and beginning and ending so probably almost like said that like an inner child type of thing because kids are so quick to like want to do something really spontaneous really fun you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i think 
growing up and like having to meet adults so quickly, I stopped doing that. You right. know what I'm saying? So now that I'm older, I'm like trying to get back to that. I'm now so quick to be like, okay, let's go just get dessert. Okay, let's go shopping. Like, okay, let's go for a walk. Like, let's do something like, I don't know, like let's read a book. Like, you know, weird small things that I think kind of feed into not only like breaking like mundane adult life, which is very hard and very mm-hmm. difficult at times, but also going back to things that like feed you in moments where you're like, okay, I didn't realize that that was actually like feeding me or helping me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And almost like even like calling friends sometimes you're like, oh, I don't want to bother them. Like, I don't want to call them. Like, no, no, I'm going to call you now. Like, it's too late. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no, no, I want to hear your voice. I miss your face. Like, I want to talk to you. I'll leave a voicemail. Oh, my God. The you amount, know me. The amount of voicemails I have from friends in my phone is right. atrocious. Like, people are like, I'm at the grocery store. Do you want to go shopping? I'm like, okay. Like, I'm glad that we're all on the way. You hear that? She's admitting that she is unreachable. Mm, I can definitely be unreachable. I don't know what that's about. It's in my chart. I don't know. Gemini. Gemini. Gemini's. That's it. <laughs> unreachable and horrible. It's true. I can't help it. I don't know. Yeah, no, I like just thinking, like, especially like as we get older, like when we do adult, we do lose that inner child mm-hmm. where it's like being spontaneous. It, it's it's hard because all it takes is meeting someone and then they end up you have these expectations for them and then they end up not reaching those expectations and then you end up crashing and then you then you're like ah oh, i don't <laughs> no 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 I'm, I'm just saying no because it's <laughs> true though no because that's all it takes like, like in case you, anyone was wrong yeah. is totally adding me right now uh, I'm like, no what no do you, mean you didn't fulfill the fantasy that i created in my head you motherfucking bitch <laughs> <laughs> how dare you not live up to my idealized of you. <laughs> oh gosh, I, I, that shit is crazy. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> no, no, it's just like, it just shows you, like, just, uh, like, it shows you how all it takes is one person or one caregiver to really impact your life, mm-hmm. but it can also be in reverse. All it takes is that one person to take all your energy away and make right. you and stunt your growth or to like really just like hurt you in any way or manipulate yeah, you, all that. Yeah. I don't know what I was It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know what I was experiencing or doing. I, maybe I like, you know, when you just like remember things we don't remember what they're from. I literally remember somebody saying like, it is insane the effect that one person can have on you. Mm-hmm. Like, it is absolutely like like almost like inconceivable in a way because like you never really think that like when you meet someone you're like oh no like my entire life is going to change because of this one moment in time where like I made this one split decision yeah. you know what I'm saying Yeah. but then like you can look back at your time right now and think of like one person where you're like no no like that event changed how I view like relationships intimacy um I don't even know, like, maintenance, like, so many things. Mm -hmm. And it kind of, like, I think having so many experiences like that now at this age has almost allowed me to, like, be so much more careful with how I interact with people. Mm -hmm. Where, like, now whenever I walk away from an interaction, I'll be like, okay, like, this is, like, almost, like, a peaceful thing. Like, I try to almost be, like, as grounded as possible Mm -hmm. based on, like, just seeing interactions like that, experiencing interactions like that. Hey everybody, I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. I just want to give you guys a very special announcement. So starting in the beginning of September, I will be doing astrology chart readings for anybody that is interested in learning a little bit more about themselves and their natal chart. 
I am not someone that is going to predict the future, but I am someone that is going to give you guidance and really help you process yourself in the present moment, whatever challenges or blocks that you face. But you can click on the link in the show description to schedule a one-on-one meeting with me where you get your chart read, where it's going to be a very safe space for you guys to open up and share your own journeys, your own anxieties, fears, and I hope that we can both learn something from each other along the way. I do have a confidentiality agreement that that everyone must sign and follow, and prices will vary depending on the income in which you guys make. I am someone that is very flexible and knows that we all have certain situations in life that could impact us financially, emotionally, anything pretty much. But it really is just a safe space for everyone to connect, grow, and learn some things about themselves. So again, you can check out that link to schedule a one-on-one call with me, Josh Sanchez, host of Your Spiritual Best Friend, and I hope to see everybody soon and to help you along the way on your own spiritual journey. So like my question now, as I was just hearing you just think is we, we talked about the like how wild it is that one, all it takes is one person to impact our lives so much, you know, so like we can't take that so lightly. So like my question is more just towards like how can we like find people that we do that like we do want to find if you get what I'm saying, like find like those expectations. I know setting boundaries is a part of it, but like how do we find the people you know instead of instead of i like to instead of i like to call these people like emotional vampires so they're people that take mm-hmm. your emotional energy yeah how do we realize or how do we like remove ourselves from those type of people mm-hmm. to people that are actually really there to really help us grow if I you get what i'm saying it's a very deep and thought-provoking question checks. yeah five right. checks right. if that's all you need right? yeah i think it's about trusting yourself like Mm -hmm. when you're unhealed your intuition is more wary you don't trust yourself and you're more likely to let in people and ignore red flags about them when you're at a point in your life where you're very insecure or you have a lot of unhealed trauma that you have not yet processed it's a lot easier to let in people who do not have the best intentions But in that period of growth, I feel like when you develop a good relationship with yourself and you're like, okay, I trust me. I trust me to make the best decisions about who I'm around. Mm -hmm. Personally, I think people naturally gravitate towards you. Like I didn't do anything to have the friends I do in my life. And I do have like a very good amount of amazing friends. I mean, people who you know, I can call them up at any moment. They're in a different state and they would answer or call me back. 100%. And I think that's about, you know, just being aligned and kind of understanding who you are and what you want. So when someone comes up to you and someone meets you, you can automatically be like, oh, you don't align with my values. You don't really you can't give me what. And and now I feel like at this point in my life, I'm very quick to make that judgment. I mean, I'm so quick to be like within like five minutes of meeting someone, I can be like nah we're gonna we're gonna stay acquaintances or okay i want to get to know you which means i'm gonna invest a little more time into you exactly yeah no i definitely think that there's like a 
I don't even know, like an innate feeling. Yeah, now, intuition. Right? I think for sure. honestly, within like, like you said, like the five minutes where I'm like, oh, you know, if I like you or not, honestly, right. like after one interaction, like I have a very clear like, right? Okay, like I think I know we're gonna fall in like my tier list of like <laughs> tier, yeah, people, the tiers. You know what I'm saying? Because like I have a very coveted spot at the top, and then you're kind of just like somewhere else yes. in the pyramid, you know? Yeah. In friendships, but I don't necessarily think that like. That's a bad thing, you know? No, I don't either. I think there are tiers and levels to connection. Mm -hmm. I think there are levels to everything, and connection is one of them. Like, we have friends who were like, okay, you're, like, my best friend. Like, you've seen the worst of me, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, I could literally tell you I did something horrific or just embarrassing. Right. And... You you know it, I wouldn't feel some type of way about it, and neither would you. We'd probably right. laugh about it the next day. Hundred yeah. percent. And then we have best friends who you know maybe we can talk about some things with them, but not other things with them, depending on who they are mm-hmm. and how emotionally like literate they are. Right. And um, again, people are on their different journeys. They're on their own journeys. So mm-hmm. like even if we love someone very dearly they might not be that type of friend who we can go to for everything because they they might not you know be able to respond in a way that we need that's effective for us and that's okay like it's okay to fall into like different categories of friendships but yeah that five minutes you can just I don't know I feel like you can just pick up on it it's like in their eyes too not the eyes (laughs) my mom always told me you can tell who a person is based on their face Mm -hmm. and their eyes and i swear to god like you can always tell like bro we have the same person is yeah we have the same my family we're just like oh they have dead eyes which is kind of like you don't have like emotional like expressive yeah right emotional or even like glinty eyes i don't know explain it we're like they're almost like not like lively right it's just like they don't really change like with your face or it's Mm -hmm. like you can smile but it's not reaching your eyes you know what i'm saying that's so strange to me right which for me is kind of like i don't want to say I don't want to be like, oh, that's a red flag. If your eyes are dead, my bad. But like, <laughs> it's definitely, like, definitely something I look for. Where I'm like, I'll even add a little bit more. Some people have crazy eyes. Crazy so eyes. like, crazy eyes so like, is real. Yeah. They have a distinct look where it's like, oh yeah, I think you are crazy as yeah, hell. Yeah, yeah, crazy like, as fuck. And oh, some yeah. people like they can, you know, alternate between the two. Mm-hmm. Such as who is on my left? That's me, Namala. <laughs> like That's I'm not me. gonna lie, like I can turn on and off my crazy eyes, but it's not crazy. Like it's the crazy eyes where I'm like, okay, you fucked up bad enough to where you better pray your car is working in the morning. Mm-hmm. You Your Scorpio pray. ass. No, for, for real. No, I'm like, I, and they'll know too. Like, they'll see. I'm just like, oh, please. No Scorpio slander is allowed. No, it's allowed. It's like relevant. We we just love hard. That's all. And toxic. It's horrible. It's horrible. All of, to all yeah. my Scorpio besties, of which I've realized I have, have so many. So many. It is like one of Are the, you sore from riding our day? It's hard. Like, I, like, my legs hurt. My knees are gonna be out. I oh gotta God. go. She needs an so ice graphic. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, I just wanna I wanna give a couple of people in the chat a shout out. So uh, this one guy, his name, he's a big follower. He's done a couple of my live streams. His name is Big Chief. So that's his username. Hello, Big Chief. Hello. But um, I just wanna give him a little shout out. He mentioned because for him, he's he's very big on empathy. Empathy is something that we all it's a definitely an important trait that everyone should learn to develop. Mm-hmm. Being able to understand understand and relate to other people's perspectives that's sort of like keeping an open mind yeah. compassion
compassion also falls into it. Yes. He described it. He's like being someone that has a lot of empathy. You know, it's like we're batteries, you know, and there's people that and we need to really be smart with the people that we choose to give our energy to. Mm-hmm. So you got to be a light yeah. switch. Being a battery is hard. Yeah, it's like it's like being be that light, light switch. switch. You got to turn it on and off. Yeah. So so big, big chief. I just want to give you a shout out. Um, I have a question for you, though, and I'll let you type in the chat. What led you to that username that you got? Uh, that's a whole side topic. I'll let you think about that. It's, it's this conversation's all about vibes again because <laughs> this is this is what the podcast is about. You know, it's been it's been a year, it's been a year journey, highs, lows, meeting new people, interviewing people, right. networking, putting stuff out there, and mm-hmm. got to give you two the big credit. Yeah. But we have talked a lot about relationships, talked a lot about just like our energies as well, keeping an open mind, a lot of just insightful stuff. Um, I know you guys mentioned. Before I know, Keena had to run and cough a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to just for jokes and giggles because we're having fun. <laughs> we're having fun. This is this is just a chill conversation. That's all it is. Um, <laughs> every time. Of course, uh, stop. I blush. Just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> oh man. So like. I'm just thinking to myself because I know we started this talk, this topic with like things we've learned in our relationships, you know, what's like some advice? Like, do you guys have like any advice that you guys would be willing to give? Let's say someone is just is trying to pursue a relationship or even trying to just like find themselves in a relationship like what's some advice that you would really give to them let's say they just met somebody you know they they're on the beginning stages of dating Mm -hmm. or like they're sort of a situationship but they want to pursue dating Mm -hmm. like how would you handle that approach if you get what i'm saying so it's like you're in a situationship right now and you want to take it to the next level what's like the first step that you would really do to help um be direct yeah be direct as possible i feel like so much shit happens because like people are always like trying to be aloof or like give people signs like no one has time for that like (laughs) you want listen you want more you're gonna need to open your mouth like with closed mouths don't get fed right (laughs) like that's just what it is also like over communication is better than under communication you know what i'm saying like if you have been feeling this way for a while Mm -hmm. you need to give voice to that because at the end of the day if you're not giving yourself like the voice to speak neither is the person that you're trying to pursue you know what i'm saying if you're not giving yourself that grace they're not gonna give it to you either i also feel like i mean to be honest i think a good majority like more people than we would like to admit in their 20s should not be fucking dating no one should be dating (laughs) they should not be in they should not be trying to pursue relationships i know so many women who are just struggling with so much internally and they're you know like oh they're talking to all these people and Mm -hmm. they're giving so much energy here and so much energy there and i'm like it's not worth it because you have to ask yourself like do i even like this person because we spend so much time asking ourselves if someone else like likes us. Are they attracted to us? Do they like us? Do they love us? But we really fail to check in on ourselves. And I feel like more people would benefit from being like, how does this person make me feel? Am I attracted to this right. person? Do I like them? Do I want to spend a lot of time with them? Right. Can I see a future with them? Like, do they have a future that it lines up with mine? If we just ask ourselves more of those questions and answer them very honestly, 
a lot of us would not be pursuing these like situationships that's what i'm saying you have to be so direct and that's mm-hmm. not even like with other person like as much as it's like with yourself like right honestly like if you're bored and that's why you're dating stop dating like it's not worth it that is a waste of time right because something in you is not getting fed right right? and then you're looking to other people to feed that which in it of itself is such a dangerous cycle like kina said there are so many like young women and also young men Men, young days thems who will pursue relationships in hopes that it will like fix them find them Mm -hmm. give them all this healing stuff but that's only going to give you like in truth probably like 15 percent of the full 100 thing that you're looking for yeah it's like it's like a quick fix it's sort of like how like some people will hand medicines like oh this is gonna be a quick fix but unless but unless you do the emotional work for yourself you're not gonna get it's not gonna get filled it's Mm -hmm. just a quick short-term solution which which makes sense as to why a lot of relationships they might start off with that flair and passion in the very beginning Mm -hmm. but the ones that last are the ones that constantly are putting in work and are constantly putting in work for themselves right. to to grow and evolve so then that way like they're they're taking the next steps instead of repeating the same mistakes over and over and over right. again because nobody likes that <laughs> nobody right. likes nobody likes having the same conversations over and over and over no. again it's it's like oh like do you are you actually listening to what i'm saying are you right. actually right. like putting in the work to do what i like that you're supposed to be doing and that's why, like, people get it. People get tired of that, and they're like, you know what? It's time. So that's why, like, just like the. I agree, especially in your twenties. For some people, they want to find that connection and they want to find that love, but that's that's their perspective Listen, on things. Like the you people know, people who get married right now, like, I don't know how y'all do it. Like, I, I genuinely could not imagine. Like, yeah. either like <laughs> you neither. are so secure, like, like. I aim to be there, right? Or you are literally like you're like it was not a good idea. I don't know. Like I don't feel like there's an in between. <laughs> stage. But also, I think I say that as a child of like young parents who like got married too young, tried to settle down, like did the whole thing, but then like did not put in the emotional work they were supposed to until they were like much older. You right. know what I'm saying? So. I think my next question is, so like, let's say we are in relationships, you know, how can your partner show you that they are putting in the emotional work? Obviously through direct communication is one, but like, what are some ways, just like some general ways. Oh my God. Pay attention to their damn love languages. Like, I don't know how many women are like, you know what I love? Flowers. And then they never get them. They never get it them. It makes no sense to me. And I'm talking no, like that's facts. I'm talking like women where it's just like, girl, if I was dating you, you get flowers every fucking week. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like girls who are your, like, your man would be gone. Gone. Your man done, would be gone. The over. second I step foot in the picture, over. your man's gone. Listen, I will show you the best time the time of your, of life. your life. Listen, okay. oh my Jesus god. The, pl- the planning I put into taking girls out, like the planning, the detail, the little things. <laughs> 
I'm talking my shit right now. Like the detail I put into these, like women, like your man is gone. Like, mm-hmm. listen, like literally like it's that simple. Like I think we did that quiz once and I think it was such a good idea because yeah. like it gave me a much better insight. Uh, what was it, the quiz? Just so you can, was, um, people can check it out. It was like, what are my five? Like, what are, what are my love languages? Right. So there's five love five love languages it's physical touch gift giving acts of service words of affirmation words of affirmation and quality time time, right and a lot of the time like i didn't realize how much like words of affirmation meant to me until my friend (laughs) brie shout out brie who i love dearly and i hope you're doing well um literally like laughed at me when i started then she was like namala you're literally a poet like why wouldn't words matter to you and i was like you know what that's fucking crazy that you said that because you're absolutely right and since like i communicated that to josh like i think it did so much for our like relationship and our growth because like whereas i need words he needs like time and physical touch you know what i'm saying yeah i also feel like too I think every person needs all five. Like I require all five. I do. I deserve all five. But but I feel like I feel like people need to ask for all five. Mm -hmm. But with the love languages, the concept of love languages is more so like, okay, this is how I give it best, right? And this is how I receive it best. Like Mm -hmm. this is this is when I'm most open to receiving. Like for example, like acts of service. I love like helping people out with things like if i can make your life easier i love that like helping someone edit an essay helping someone just with small things and Mm -hmm. words of affirmation too like i give those two i would say best like i'm most skilled in giving those Mm -hmm. two but how i receive love is in a different way but i still need all five like yeah i i want a gift sometimes i do oh yeah just to clarify on the quiz it gives you in like percentages oh yeah yeah, percentage so it's almost like a ranking right from like one to five so i definitely agree i do think people need like all love languages and i think it's important that we understand that people can receive in all five right yeah and you should be too like understanding like your partner and really paying attention to their details you really have to kind of sync yourself up to them Mm -hmm. and understand them on such a deep level that you know how they want to be loved and in different moments because you know we don't we don't all want to be loved the same way no. every single day oh my god how boring how boring does that uh, yeah, sound I would. like i get a gift every day like that's it loses its magic after a while right you have to and i think too circling back to what you said about words of affirmation i was speaking about this to one of my best friends eric whom i love what a handsome man shout and out eric. <laughs> i was talking about how like 95 percent of people are absolutely shit with words and we have like and that's something that is a gift because i think most people like if you most of the time when i tell my friends like how much they mean to me and i'm a very expressive person verbally i'll be like i love you so much you mean so much to me you did it and i'll explain like why and i'll bring Mm -hmm. up they will not know how to react they'll be like oh like thank you and i know they love me i know they're Mm -hmm. receiving it but they just do not know how to express it through words 100 percent. and 
one of the things that I've learned over time is like, we have to give love words. Like love requires words. Words are magic. Like they can transform things. Like they can move energies. They mm-hmm. can transform energies. Like words are so essential. Like they are the backbone to so many things. Mm-hmm. And if we don't give love words, like how do we know what that sounds like? How right. did, how can we like really shape it? Because we have to understand and communicate how love is because how will we know how to differentiate between someone who's not being very loving towards someone who is you know it also causes like so many issues and like almost like overthinking thoughts right when some when like because like i love josh very much he loves me very much but like what if all of a sudden we just stop saying that to each other like the doubt that could like potentially come into your Mm -hmm. mind plague it like almost like fester is a dangerous type you know what i'm saying that's true and also too like think of households where like people are never like told i love you Mm. right how many issues that causes in like future relationships right because like i know for me like we were very big on like action right like it was very much like i love you i cook i love you i pay bills you know what i'm saying yeah my house (laughs) which in truth are very basic needs okay literally literally the the bare minimum you know what i'm saying right however like to not know or to not hear like I love you like often made it very strange to me when people started saying it right right? made it very like hard for me almost to receive it Mm -hmm. and therefore very hard to give it yeah right and as someone who like had not entered into like many like romantic relationships that made it really difficult for me to almost like trust those words you know what I'm saying like to almost take the words at face value and be like okay like right I actually like can accept this for what it is and I feel like too like there is nothing wrong in wanting words of affirmation i've met the majority of people i've met who are like allergic to this to be honest are men like men are the the quickest ones to be like i don't need you to validate me i don't need to hear that i don't need to hear this and i'm like yes you do do. i'm like like it's it's okay there's nothing wrong with it and why are Mm -hmm. you talking about it like there's something wrong with it because that shows Mm -hmm. that you just have a closed mind and you really should be open to receiving all types of love you should be happy to receive that form of love and you should be happy that it's coming from me god damn like count your blessings but like i think that it's very important to um really be able to express that because if not there's like that gap like there's there's a hole there's always like a question right Mm -hmm. where you're like well i've never heard them say it right right? which is why like almost when you're talking to your friends where you guys are like oh like have you said it yet Mm -hmm. like what if that day just never came like the amount of doubt that would cast onto the relationship and you can't assume too that like someone loves you like someone will be like okay well i show it and i'm like okay but if you don't say it hold on exactly Mm -hmm. then i can't really align like what love is with your actions because i don't know and another thing too is like a lot of times i do this but when people tell me they love me like sometimes i'll be like why and a lot of people will not know how to answer that. I wish you might ask me that question. I know. Oh my, she's never done that to me, folks. Lord. But sometimes, like, if someone asks me why I love them, I could list, like, I could a tell them exactly. And, and I know that that's how my head works and my heart works, but I have trouble sometimes because I'm like, okay, other people don't operate in the same way, but, like, I want to know, like, why you love me and what that looks like. Like, I just want to know why. Like, I want to know the details, right. but some people just aren't good with words 
and you have to be patient with them too. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I also think it's a couple of things <laughs> as to why. He's like, hold on. No, 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 no. I also think it's a couple. There's a couple things as to why people are not so good with words. I actually I interviewed uh, I interviewed a communications expert a couple of weeks ago on the podcast and. One of it is mindset, like how we view communication and improving our communication. We view it like it's a chore. Some people just where it's genuinely like, don't think it's a priority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah that's so like, so like that's crazy. one of the reasons. And another thing, another reason is definitely trauma related and mm-hmm. how we're raised. Namala, I just first want to say I appreciate you being so open and vulnerable to share that because you yeah, mentioned exactly. how like you grew up in a household there was a lot of like love through action mm-hmm. but when it came to words there was not a lot of words mm-hmm. that were being spoken right. and I think that's how a lot of people that do struggle with communication that do struggle with being able to express themselves and answer those questions as to like I love you but then like Kina will, or somebody will say why and there's right. no answer to that um, is a lot of trauma related in how we're raised. And I know for a lot of the majority of men, if you really look at it logically, they're raised yeah. like psychos. Oh, yeah. Where, where you have where you have like you're told you're taught to suppress your emotions Mm -hmm. it can be as small as you fall and stub your toe your parents are looking at you like why are you crying stop complaining it's those little actions that build and build and build and then that's what creates that struggle of being vulnerable to express your emotions so once that is acknowledged obviously some people live their whole lives with that closed-mindedness where it's like this is how i how i was raised I'm not going to work on my words, but mm-hmm. learning to go into to work on expressing your trauma, learning how to express your words, communicate your words and not view communication as a chore. Because mm-hmm. I know for me, especially in the beginning of our relationship, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to lie. Like, oh, uh, you don't, not in front of me. Oh, never, yeah, never. Yeah, that, right. that, 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 uh, never. Yeah, I, I, I'll say, I'll, I'll say sure. this right now. One of the, one of our biggest pet peeves me and the mom have talked about is lying. So that's something that's a no good. Also, you're, ladies uh, and gentlemen, wait, lying by omission is still a lie. Yes. You not telling somebody <laughs> something in fear of hurting their feelings or in fear of causing pain is still a lie. Continue, Josh. Thank you. So in the beginning of our relationships, in our relationship, I def because I go from someone I'm very action based. So like I'll show you my love through action. Mm-hmm. So then to immediately date someone that is so quick on words, there definitely was a learning period because initially I did view it as like a chore where it's like. Yeah. Oh, like I have to communicate this, this and this, but why can't I just show it through flowers or through, right. but obviously Namal has made a lot of great points as to why those words with those actions hold a deeper meaning. So that way there's no confusion with right. what is going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of that is, I, th- I think a lot of that is though that mindset Obviously, a lot of it is trauma, but it's also that mindset that we view communication. That's fine. You're cool. We view communication as a chore, as something tedious, Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, I have to communicate. And if we work on and we can change that mindset by just doing a simple five minutes a day, ask yourself a question or and like, how would you answer that? So if someone asked me do you love me or why do you love me? That could be an answer of the day. So if someone were to say that to me, why do you love me? Mm-hmm. What, would my, what would my response be? 
Namal, I love, if you ever said why to me, I would say I love you because of the energy that you present. When you come into my apartment or you come into my space, it just brings this vibrant energy that I need because for me, I do a lot of work alone. Mm -hmm. So like this podcast, I usually do, I'm connecting with people, but I'm recording alone. There's not people in the space. So even in days where you come in and you're like, oh, I worked nine hours. (laughs) F my boss, F my, F my job. Make me a T. But even, even though I hear that, I appreciate it because that's you and your energy. So I think that is a small example of how we can improve our everyday communication. 100%. Is asking yourself a question of the day. How would we answer that question? Right. And I also if we're presented. Think, I also think too, like... If you get what I'm saying. I, oh, 100%. Because really it is point. like, it's practice. Like any skill communication is... Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcash gave away over $100,000 to up and coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running, but with Podcash, it's a great way to get cash, and best of all, it's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list or you're already a podcaster, go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, podcast.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcast. take i feel like actually this probably isn't a hot take as much as it's just like an acknowledgement i think probably one of my biggest faults earlier on like in dating or when i was younger is meeting men and immediately questioning like why they cannot verbally communicate anything right because i think instead of wanting to be which is like fair i don't want to be a teacher when i date you know what i'm saying Mm. like that's a really tasking thing to put on a person it's a lot of pressure to put on a relationship right (laughs) like it's all of a sudden when someone's a teacher and someone's a student the dynamic shifts you know what i'm saying yeah it should be like a co-teaching experience i completely agree i would say one of the hardest things i've been learning to balance is like I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, I have been patient enough. I have crawled through cobblestone streets. I tried to pick her up. At this point, you did. I tried so hard. Yeah, it it worked a little bit. It did. I got you up. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I feel like I'm at a point in my life where you just get tired. Like, because I'm like, I've put in so much work. I put in years of work to get to a point where I can communicate to someone in a loving way. Right. I fought for that. And it's like to fight for that and to be in a relationship with someone. And I understand you have to be patient with anyone you date. There's a learning curve for everything. Like, But if you're repeatedly, repeatedly being a poor communicator, and I've communicated to you that you are a poor communicator, right. 
and you're not really showing me that you're working on it like you're just a bitch like right. you are like you can't handle you can't handle it right like it's about to be silent library <laughs> right as it should be though yeah right I like how you ended your answer because I was gonna say because like anyone that you do date there is you're going to have to have some form of patience mm-hmm, with them right. just because you're never we're humans you're never gonna meet someone that checks every, every single box, box yeah. perfectly uh, that, exist. that, that yeah. perfection is a form of trauma so that is something that I want to highlight I have yeah so <laughs> if, so for my people that struggle <laughs> it's hard to sit with yeah. right like, damn yeah I so no no <laughs> because so yeah bad. like you're gonna have to be patient with mm-hmm. your partner but like you said though the, the key point of your last answer was it's the constant consistent uh, like conversations you're having right. with them. Say, if you're yeah. having the same conversation over and over and over yeah. again, you're not getting what you wanted. Right. Your partner is clearly not showing and is not giving to you the way that you need to be. Listen, that's not even love language. That's just yeah. like common decency. Yeah. I, like if I have to repeat, listen, one of my pet peeves is if I have to repeat myself more than once, you have one time. <laughs> and after yeah. that, bro, like it's fucking over. Like I like there's nothing else I can say. Because at that point, it's either you weren't listening, which is already a problem, <laughs> or you listen and decided to not do the thing that I asked you to do, which I have voiced would better our relationship and therefore our connection, right? So for you to take that and not do anything with it to me is severely disrespectful and also shows me that if I was to do this in the future I'm probably going to get the same response I think me and Namala really have an interesting dynamic because Holy we're shit. like we're like yin and yang and Josh I know you can't you've observed this like in real time oh like <laughs> whenever I describe Namala to people like oh I always say really good things right and one of the things that I admire most about her is that she really does not tolerate like being treated any less than what she is and what she deserves like she doesn't and most people would be like damn like that one time chance is that's that's harsh but it's like no like in a world there's a lot of people out there that will take advantage of you Mm -hmm. and hurt you and they will take your vulnerability as weakness Mm -hmm. and in my opinion as someone who's on the opposite end of the spectrum right where i've been too patient like i could have saved myself a lot of hurt because a lot of times like once or twice like past that like what the fuck were you doing the first the first two times right. like you weren't listening so it's like one thing i've always admired about namala is that she avoids like a lot of that pain she avoids she's like i'm not even dealing with that i'm not even dealing with the potential of you letting me down because you don't have the opportunity to because i'm like revoking access right. and that's something that i respect like very much so where i think like our friendship has a good balance because I think I've taught Namala how to be more patient oh and she's God. taught me Guys, how to be less patient. I am patient. so sorry if you met me before I met Kina. Holy <laughs> shit. Listen, I I genuinely <laughs> fucking apologize. Like, that's like before Kina, like if you think I, if I'm cold now, well, I would frozen. Like you frozen. tell me shit. Like literally like it wouldn't even be like, it would be like you looked at me wrong and it was like an immediate like nah, like we're not talking for like a smooth week like i don't know not a smooth week you know what i'm saying like kina has definitely taught me like 
not only to be like patient but to be patient without like resenting the person you know what i'm saying which as someone who was not taught to be patient (laughs) is incredibly hard to do because in my head i'm like well you should know this already so like why am i wasting my time yeah i'm saying but that's just like a dangerous way to like engage in like any relationship friendship intimacy like anything because that resentment doesn't it never like i don't say it never goes away but once it's there like you really can't ignore it like it only grows and grows and grows it really is just like a shadow that just like keeps like being keeps like being keeps taking everything right yeah yeah so you have like these two ends of the spectrum like you guys said so it's like you have one that's like you can't be too giving and too patient with Mm. your partners or else they'll walk all over you but then on the other side you can't have you can't be too cold and reserved to like where it's like your partner has to go above and beyond to try and break down those walls so it's like you got to find that balance right and that is something where i think a lot of people struggle with because i've known a lot of people that give way too much Mm -hmm. and don't receive anything in return Mm -hmm. i've also met some people that don't communicate anything and just like have that closed reservedness and then they don't have that emotional connection that they crave Mm because we're we all need that emotional connection at some point because we are humans that's one of our needs uh maslow's hierarchy of needs one of my favorite theories i've learned in psychology yeah basic needs like security food once that's met then it's like the need of like acceptance like Mm -hmm. feeling like you belong in a group Mm -hmm. because that's what makes us live longer is having is being with people that we feel safe secure and that can bring us comfort and we feel secure and we feel like heard around them right um there was a study actually uh it was a bunch of italians so so they that, ate oh, i know terrible ter- terrible oh, preference i'm so sorry sorry oh, sorry right. no 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 so what happened was these people italians they <laughs> ate they ate a bunch of fatty foods they smoked every day like they did everything that was unhealthy yeah and they li- they all lived until they were over a hundred years old. You mm-hmm. know what was the secret? They stayed together yeah. as a family. There was no like traumatic events. Like these people all accepted each other mm-hmm. for themselves. That's the power of human connection. Yeah, that's Is super cool. If you find that's your true. group, you will live longer because you have that meant it's, it's it's the power of the brain so that like yeah i heard those two studies and i was just like yeah i wanted to highlight that to this conversation because it's like that and like we're gonna have to we can't be too closed off and we can't be too giving right we got to find that balance and then we'll find the people that accept us for who we are and right. then we're able to yeah grow feel more comfortable take the next steps Um, And that's something that's so important at the end of the day. I also think that study really shows how, like, you know, to all my haters out there who keep telling me to quit smoking. (laughs) I'm going to rock your shit. No, no, no. I'm not not saying. Obviously, take care. I am. Take care of yourself, people. Okay? Right. Please don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Extracting the wrong moral story. Take care of yourself, people. That's crazy. Take care of yourself, people. Listen to your bodies. If smoking is killing you, stop it. But find the... The, that's the importance of finding your group and for a lot of people I always tell people 
for a lot of people, they have to realize it's not their local community where they're going to find their people. For some mm-hmm. people, they need to branch out. Some people, they need to connect. For some people, it might be in another country. For some people, it might be in other states, you know? like, And it's only a feeling that you are going to understand because you feel it in your body you feel it in your soul and and that yeah Yeah. and that resonates differently for everybody so like for me one of my one of my most powerful trips was going not only to the dr but also going to virginia just because Mm -hmm. those two places distinctively i felt something greater in my soul like i felt way more relaxed i felt more just like a connection that it's kind of hard to explain but it's like for me that's for somebody else that's going to be something completely different mm-hmm. right but that's that's what i'm trying to say at the end of the day it's like you'll find your people but you have to be able to branch out and expand right. because it's not always going to be in your local community it's just not no that's a, that's such a good point because i feel like a lot of people really think they're like they do not want to go outside of that like who i grew up around or my family or this and that and I'm like, there are so many people in the world. Like, there are so many wonderful people in the world, too. Mm-hmm. Again, you have to really embrace, like, you have to be, like, a fluid being moving through this earth. Because if not, you shut yourself out to, like, the pure joy of human connection and all of the things that you can learn about yourself. Like, there are so many different people. And with each person, like you will learn different things about them and yourself and about life. You know, you meet Mm -hmm. someone in a different country and they teach you about the history of that city because Mm -hmm. they know stuff. All of a sudden you have new knowledge about that city. Like, I feel like it is so important to treat your brain like a sponge and just just soak it all in and really, really understand that this person is teaching you something and you're also there to teach them something. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think just to add to your point, like it can be shown in many different ways. Like for me with this podcast, connecting with people, that has helped me sort of learn a lot of other people's perspectives mm-hmm. and like learn so much new information mm-hmm. because I have not had the the luck of being able to leave. I only let I left the country once, Dominican Republic, me and Namal went, had a wonderful time. That was my first time in all of my 24 years of living that I actually left the country yeah like the like the farthest place for me where I went was Florida and that's just because everybody in Delaware around that area what is it the mid-Atlantic area Mm -hmm. around there tri-state area that's what I was thinking Mm -hmm. that's where they go for like retirement yeah that's where everyone goes i don't blame them um they have good mangoes (laughs) but yeah that's just an example though of of just how like we there's ways and there's so many forms that you can like branch out and meet people it can be online it can be but it's like like you said kina they give you that new perspective I know astrology for me, obviously, this whole podcast is me finding my spirituality has really helped me discover new things about myself. How has astrology helped you guys discover things about yourself that you didn't even realize? Um, I feel like so I feel like everyone is a spiritual being. Right. And like I was born and raised in a very um spiritual environment and culture where that was just the way of life and the way of thinking like the living and non-living world there was no difference there was no such thing you know like spirits were all among us and there was deities and energies and 
all the metaphysical is here, you know, and there is so much more than the human perception. Because I feel like the human ego is so large that we only think. I don't want to say we because like I don't relate to it's you so guys, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I got you. The people who think that what only exists is what we can tangibly see, feel, hear. The human perception is very limited, and. So there's so much we don't know. And I've been really grateful to kind of grow up already having that perception. I've never had to find it. It's just been my world. But I feel like astrology and kind of getting deeper into it growing up allowed me to better understand myself with my natal chart because I always knew I was like a dictionary definition of a Scorpio. Like my mom made it a point to really bully me for it. Like for being, if she's a Gemini, of course. And, right. <laughs> but understanding that there are so many dynamics, like one, it's taught me the complexity of like the universe and the stars like the cosmos are so complex and they have systems and mathematics that are beyond our reach like it's a it's a great phenomenon and it's also taught me that we are all interconnected with the universe and like the greater cosmos you know we are one with them and we are influenced by that so it's kind of allowed me to see the interconnectedness of life itself whatever that is like human life animals spirits ancestors who have already crossed over like it's all connected beautiful beautiful namala how do you feel i I think it's definitely given me like a lot more like power in a sense like power and like the way of not only like knowledge and like like we've said, like having your mind be a sponge and potentially like put yourself to understand that like, yes, like there are other forms of like, not, I don't want to say spirituality, it sounds so like bleh, but like there's just so many different ways to understand the world in this universe and it's definitely yeah, a possibility it's that good, astrology yeah. is one of those ways. Um, and it's definitely allowed me to connect better with myself, like under, almost understand like my own temperament for like certain <laughs> things. Um... And also, like, almost understand, like, why I interact with people so differently. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a very, like, not, like, hot and cold, but I can be very hot and cold. Yeah, can you just give me a little look? So I'm pretty hot and cold. My eyebrows just raised. <laughs> so I'm very, like, quick to be, like, like, I don't know. Like, I think astrology has kind of allowed me to understand, like, why I'm so skeptical of certain people versus <laughs> why I'm so, like, willing to get to know others. Yeah. But also, in a greater sense, like, it's allowed me to feel, like, a connection with family members that have passed. Um, I think that that's probably been, like, my biggest transformation is that it's allowed me to feel so, like, guarded and protected by people who are no longer here. Because mm-hmm. I think that in death, there's not only, like, a sense of loss, but a sense of, like, protection right like when you lose like elders people have taught you lessons people Mm -hmm. have taught you like almost like grown Mm -hmm. like have like molded you into the person you are when they pass you now feel like oh like i stopped growing Mm -hmm. because this person isn't here and i think feeling that connection now allows me to feel like i still have their influence every single day Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i think I think that idea was there before, but now because it's physically present in like my spirituality and in my practice, I feel like a much greater closeness to them, even though they are like no longer physically here.
Have you guys heard about Anchor by Spotify as being the easiest way to make a podcast? Let me explain. It's free. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Best of all, when even hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, like I said before, Anchor is totally free. So pick up your phones, laptops, or whatever you use and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I hope to hear your podcast. I think spirituality, though, I like to start off with astrology, but there's so many different forms of it. Mm -hmm. Like we all connect and resonate differently based off of everything i know like i forget the test we talked about this years ago but kina mentioned a long time ago that there's like a test that you can take to like this like for some people you're into tarot card readings like that yeah that's what I you feel what more about. for me it was like i got reiki and also like oh, chart readings yeah, yeah. um but like we all have different forms of like spirituality that we feel and it resonates to us. Definitely. So like I know rituals are something that you guys <laughs> oh, really right. enjoy doing. For me, I'm not into rituals. I'm into more. You have a skincare routine. I do. Have skincare. <laughs> I'm like oh, that is shit. a ritual. Yeah, <laughs> that is a ritual. Oh, right. shit is right. I'm a very believer in manifestation. Um, every new moon, I I. I started this past month. I'm doing a manifestation, a manifestation live stream where like we do some like positive things uh, every new moon. So Mm -hmm. full moon is this week. So new moon is in two more weeks. Sorry, in my own head. Sorry, I was processing. Ruining my day by saying full moon. Oh, it's it's in Pisces. The full moon's in Pisces. So um, I did a whole Instagram post, but it's just an emotional check in. We have some issues with Pisces. What? what, Well, no, no, no. That's great. Oh, God. When, no offense. Sure. When, no offense. When, <laughs> Pisces, when Pisces are good, they're very in tune and they're very good at very like they're very good at creativity imagination they're mad people pleasers everyone i've met is a <laughs> yes i'm not saying that's an insult it's actually a really great quality to have when you are emotionally in tune however when you are not emotionally in tune it can kind of turn into like your entire personality yeah right? I, I do i do agree with that thank you one of the things i have um noticed though with pisces is like one of my best friends, Kyla. Shout out, Shout Kyla. out, Kyla. She's a Pisces, right? And I'm a Scorpio with a Cancer moon. She's a Pisces with a Scorpio moon. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I noticed off the rip with her, like, I met her and instantly, like, we just, like, vibe. Like, we connected. And I feel like with us, like, we literally move like water. Like, we bro, talked going about places with them is fucking like you think I'm bad with errands, bro. You're for the day, like full twenty. Not even it doesn't even end when you get home. Right, like, you're like when they're together, they're together. Right, like it's like a full day. Like we just really move in sync and together, and it, it's not even like we don't have to talk. And some days, like the we don't have to try. It's just something that's always been. But our conversations are, have always been really good. Like no cap, it is like a really recharging experience to be with them. Like, yeah, it really it's, is. it's like really like she she definitely um, is always been very emotionally intelligent in the way that like she can talk about emotions for long periods of time and we can go in depth and t- dissect it. And like from the first day I met her, I felt connected to her in that way. And like our dynamic, like we're so watery and so in tune. And I feel like when we chill, we create this like own inner world. 
and it's just like us like it's like us and we're like oh these other people don't understand and we just like <laughs> we move and vibe I'll and say that. Yeah, yeah it's it's crazy though but like i do appreciate a water sign for sure i'm I learning I to appreciate the more i'm like around them yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying i don't know remember scorpions yeah, no. signs or not yeah, they are. yeah, yeah. that makes mad sense well, um, yeah. cancer scorpion pisces or water jesus yeah no I, I was gonna say because like some of the people that are very important in both you and my life do have pisces moons so yeah. like it's just pisces are very gentle Ty kind um tie you're a tie mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it's just like yeah that's just an example though so that's the moon that's coming it's coming september 10th 9th or 10th depending on where you are in the world no but no 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 it it is pisces it's background yeah (laughs) no 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 so i I know i understand (laughs) obviously like we all feel different emotions depending on the moon because we all have different elements and parts to our chart I'm not. But with the yeah, the moon on that. Yeah, I'm not acknowledging the moon. But 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 with with this Pisces moon, it's just an emotional check in. So right now, there's a lot of craziness going on. Like Mercury in retrograde is going to be starting tomorrow. Obviously, Jupiter's been in retrograde. Um, Saturn's been in retrograde. Uranus has been in retrograde. So there's been a lot of stuff that has been happening. So this is like a good emotional check in to see the path and the work that you've already put in so far Mm -hmm. and like how are you feeling about it now so this is this is a very just like chill it's supposed to be like a more chill type of energy we're gonna feel and maybe okay this might be a stigma with water sign but it's kind of like the second i figure out or realize or you know discover that someone's a water sign immediately i I feel like they're just gonna start crying and i don't (laughs) and i really think it's prejudice i do that's not nice i think it's prejudice i do i have made i have made an argument on one of my podcasts that leo placements are actually more emotional way more more emotional i don't even say anything about temperament way more emotional (laughs) than water signs they're so reactive and I just feel like sensing. they're saying because their ego is so high. Yeah. So the second you bruise their That's ego, true. they're like, "Wah!" Yeah. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I'm crying over something that matters. My ego is important. You know, it's not I, important. No, yeah. But I like, like water signs. Water signs actually have like the largest capacity for emotions. Like maybe what, what, what would make other people like break like conversations that would make other people like break down in tears and like really kill themselves. No, water signs yeah. will have that like in a car ride to Target. Like, and, and this, I'm this swear I think to God. she's right because it's kind of like it's kind of like a cup. You know what I'm saying? Like I can only handle like a little bit of emotion at a time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm really like it has to be an increment. Kina and Kyla, when they're together, bro, like, I need, like, five cups to get through the night. No, I'm like, like, I can't, we're like... like, rivers. Right, we're it just, like it rivers. just comes out, which I'm, I appreciate, I'm learning to appreciate now, right? But I think, like, at first you're like, whoa, like, we, we're, we're talking about everything, we're talking about everything, we're right, talking about everything. everything right now, you know what I'm right. saying? Which is, like, honestly, like, again, like, a really recharging experience, because, like, you two do create, like, a really safe space, you know? Yeah, I feel like, too, it's allowed me to be a better friend, because, like, I always explain it to people. I feel like I'm the friend that people go to when they need to talk about something, like when they need advice or when they need to share something that like other people don't know. I feel like people go to me. (laughs) Right. And I feel like it's because I have such a large capacity for emotions. Like I could talk about emotions forever and ever and ever because I see emotions as like strength and emotions give you wisdom. A lot of people, you know, they talk about emotions for five minutes. They're like, I'm done for the fucking week. I need to sleep. Or they're or they they feel drained. Yeah, they feel drained. I feel recharged after talking about emotions because emotions are part of like the human experience. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely starting to get there. Like even 
even like this weekend, right? Like when we went to Philly to go see my bestie. Shout out besties. Hey, we um, <laughs> spent like the whole weekend together and it was like so recharging. And like I realized it was almost because like there were so many emotions. I was around like mad Scorpios. So maybe that might have been a <laughs> factor. I do love them. Um, but like part of like and I think this is also like kind of ties back to like finding your people right like your people I've realized like almost like no matter how emotional they get are going to recharge you you know yes, what I'm saying that's such a good it point it really doesn't matter I don't care if we're crying if we're fighting mm-hmm. if we're mad like you know what I'm saying fighting like we can really fight I don't go fight you know what I'm saying <laughs> but and I did get in a fight I did get in a fight with Sai I love you Sai not a real fight For but real? you know not a real one. Oh, it was okay. where I was like, I want you better for you. It oh, was like okay, one of those, okay. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But even at the end of it, I was <laughs> like, I kind of like this. Like, I miss the emotion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I miss, like, I miss those people and their emotions. And I was trying to realize, or it's like, if you really love the person, like, it doesn't really matter about it. It doesn't matter what emotions they have. That is such a good like, point. As long, like, as long as you're feeling it, it's okay. That is actually such a good point because it's it, that made me really reflect on, like, the interactions in my life and, like, past relationships, too. Like, you know, like, I think it's a big red flag when you talk, you, you want to talk to someone about your emotions and how you feel, and they e- either, like twist how you feel to make you feel like guilty for feeling how you feel or they're like I can't talk about this right now I don't have and I'm like if you love someone like when I love someone I'm down to talk about whatever like nothing is like I'm like I'm down to talk about whatever like the emotions are part of you and Mm -hmm. I love you they're just an extension of you sometimes if I'm like physically actually tired okay it's time to go to bed but like Namala made a really good point where it's like the people you love they just naturally recharge you because it's their energy, their it, presence. It doesn't matter. And you said the yeah. same thing, Josh, when you were like, no matter what, you know, mood Namala's in, even when she's tired from work, when she walks in, she brings like that energy and it's vibrant. And that's like what love is. So mm-hmm. I think it's a huge red flag when someone's like, oh, I don't, I don't like, I can't talk about this right now or I don't want to talk about this. Like they shut you down every mm-hmm. time you try to talk about feelings. Right. I completely agree. Uh, just a couple comments that while you guys were talking about emotions. So, Brie. Brie. Hi, babe. I hope you're doing well. I miss oh, you so much. So nice. Yeah, her. yeah. So, she said, yes, emotions give give strength. And she said, yes, with like five S's. So, she was like, yeah. Yes. You know? Um <laughs> Big Chief just keeps uh, commenting. He said, uh, "He said uh, it's. He said you're doing the right thing. You're surrounding yourself with some uh, smart women, <laughs> intelligent women. Always. So he's killing Always. it. Always. Men um, take notes. It's important. <laughs> women I, will change your right, life. Right. Uh, okay. Definitely. I, I will say that you gotta you they gotta be able to listen and to admit. Yeah. Literally, I saw this on. It's like, a matter of pride. That's I saw this on Instagram. A dude was like, "You don't realize how crazy your life is until you live with a woman. They were like, the way your life will change." She was like, there's always cookies in the fridge. She's always clean. Right. Like, you come home and you're, like, relaxed. I was like... You don't have a three-in-one shampoo, conditioner, body wash, or whatever y'all use. Ladies, that's a fucking red flag. That's disgusting. Like, that's out of pocket. Well, I know. We just completely just... We started with... What, what so did we start sorry. with? I don't know. Astrology, and then we just went to bathing. Um, so sorry. We did go to bathing. No, it's all good. <laughs> so, rituals. I know you guys have had moments where you guys do rituals Mm. i know it's a little bit off what we've been talking about when do you guys know it's a good time to like do a ritual when you're level-headed when you feel Mm clear-headed because it's not rituals can be very powerful you know and you have to channel like with a ritual i i view rituals there's levels to it so 
I feel like my self-care is a daily ritual and I feel like 100%. that's sacred. Like how I take care of my hair is everything. Like I oil my scalp like once every three days, massage it, then I wash it out and then I oil my ends. Like I keep my hair very healthy, very long, all times. Mm. And that to me is like sacred. That is like my power, my hair and my skin and like my beauty, right? Like I take pride in that. Right. And so that's like a daily ritual. But when it comes to like rituals, like for example, like you could do one on your birthday. You could do one on a full moon. You could do one on a specific you gotta date. You be careful. You have to be careful because you're harnessing a certain type of powerful energy. And you have to be ready for that. You have to ask yourself, what am I asking for? What am I trying to manifest? And be specific. And what does that look like? Right. Um, you know, like if you were to dream it up, what does it look like? And I feel like the best time to do a ritual is when you are very clear-headed and you are not driven by like these intense hysterical right. emotions. You need clear intentions, mm -hmm. like because the things that you're calling upon are things that have like real repercussions. <laughs> yeah. Like, listen, if spell can go wrong. A hot second, I'm gonna call it. Is this a spell? It's a ritual. It's whatever. Yeah. I do use it too interchangeably. Yeah. But those things are like very important, and I am a firm believer in that. Like your words do carry weight. Yeah, words cast spells. They're what? very important. Again, words of affirmation. Josh, you, know you would find this interesting, but I was reading about this astrology thing, and I was reading that people with scorpio placements or like eighth house placements like people with heavy scorpio influence in their chart have to be really fucking careful about what they say because like they'll really like their karma like they'll like speak someone's karma like so they'll sorry. really like talk out someone's like downfall and I've noticed that's like happened to like a lot of my friends, like boyfriends or my friends. To friends. her exes, it's to her exes. She's trying to lie. No, listen, she's lying right <laughs> Dang, now. Don't call Your her Honor, out, Dang. She is lying. Dang, don't call stand. her out on the podcast. And it's like, like my not mid answer. My <laughs> no, for real. No, damn it. it's okay. I can. But like my best friend Kaylin told me, and she was like, "Yo, Kina, like." I honestly wouldn't cross you like you scared me for real because like she was like you really said this was gonna happen and that happened and this happened like I'm just like yeah but I do the opposite where like I feel like I speak a lot of blessings over people like especially the people I love like I feel like I'm constantly sending like pouring out like blessings that's, that's, to the people I love that's okay a vibe check for me like especially with you like if you if Kina ever stops like blessing you wishing good on you like honestly for me like it's on site like, fear fear you should feel fear. you should you should fear not only like me or her but right. whatever fucking ancestor she has backing her you yeah, know what I'm I saying because at the end of the day like Kina is probably one of the most powerful woman I've ever met. Oh my god. Right? Oh. Just like spiritually. Her and Brie, like it is insanity to me. Like Brie oh, and Kina have probably been Hi. the two most mm -hmm. important influential women that have allowed me to express myself spiritually and not feel like judged, stigmatized, like have given me such a safe space. So I feel like at this point, mm -hmm. Kina honestly like if there's ever a point where Keenan's like, mm, the vibe's off, mm, I don't like them, mm, this is weird, I like I I have to vibe, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's kind of like a writer thing at that. And, and the Mala's taught me that like she has taught me because I I've been through a lot of stuff that has made me question my own like power and my own I guess like intuition. And Amala was like the one to really teach me like, oh no no no, you're right. 
like you're like she was the one to say that like she's like you're right like what you're feeling is true like your perception of things is true because like I have dated specifically like men in the past who have like taken advantage of me or manipulated me or manipulated how I feel in my words because I am like a very sensitive like soul like I'm emotionally very sensitive and you know now like I've gone to a point of growth where like if there's someone new like you know like Namala will be the first one to be like oh yes or no and she's like always right and she always teaches me to like trust myself too because she's like no you should trust yourself first like you are the most like important opinion you know definitely definitely and i will say that was very beautiful man you guys are sharing your love spreading the love i know brie hearted it on the chat um it's important to find people that allow you if you are trying to learn new things, especially discovering spirituality, to give you a safe space where you guys can express that because there's going to be mistakes along the way. Like, let's say you do a ritual and you mess up like that's OK. <laughs> like it's all it's all we all have to learn, yeah. you know. So finding those people is so important. And like we've all said, you know, when you know, mm-hmm. like you'll find you have that connection, you know, instantly right away. But do they make you feel safe and secure? Once you find these people again, powerful stuff that Namala said, powerful stuff that Kina said as well by just how they met each other, you know, and just the importance of how one person can have on your life is so important. Um, But before we wrap everything up, this one's just for fun, obviously. Mercury in retrograde is going to happen tomorrow. I just want to give you guys, I want to give you guys a little announcement. It starts on the 9th. Obviously, it's my little sister's birthday, so I feel bad. Her birthday starts (laughs) on retrograde. Lord have mercy. So the dates, I'm just checking. So it starts the 9th. And it's going to go all the way up to the beginning of of, of October. In oh, 2025. No, 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 no. So, and the Mercury's in Libra. So Libra is all about finding that balance. So this is going to be a very, we're going to question that when it comes to things that help us find our balance, you know, yeah. we're going to really try and find that balance. And it makes sense because there's so much stuff that is currently in retrograde now. Yeah. Adding Mercury to retrograde is just going to just add to all the energies that we are already feeling right so our balance is going to be thrown off whether that's career relationship mm-hmm. so just so just be very patient this is a great time to reflect on a lot of stuff and, and careful too because every mm-hmm. retrograde like technological issues are more likely to pop up just setbacks like accidents like car accidents like like inconveniences that you wouldn't think of like just shit going wrong throughout your day like just be extra careful like leave for work earlier like I'm adding myself with that because I sh- every day I'm late to something. Oh every s- <laughs> yeah, that makes so much sense because my car randomly got hit earlier this week. Yeah. So it's like this we're week in the pre-shadow Mercury. Mercury. Yes, yeah, and this week has just been just a complete a, yeah. I just adjusting. Like weird stuff has been happening yes. all week where it's like just shit is not going right. It's yeah. like not big events, but it's like small shit that yep. adds up. I was inconvenienced like four times in a row the other day, and you know when Facts. like weird, it's just weird small things that amount to like wanting to scream. Yes. Like that, where I was like, honestly, if one more thing goes wrong, I'm probably gonna kill someone. Yeah, it's happened to me so I'm many probably times. Probably gonna just start throwing hands at yeah. this point. You know what I'm saying? I'll be cussing out loud at work. I'll be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> definitely, definitely. It's be all on my face, <laughs> all of it. 
So I will say when it comes to the recording part of this podcast, mm. we'll see how we're feeling if we want to stay on in other platforms, stay live or whatever. Sure. But when it comes to the recording for this podcast, it will be recorded tomorrow. So I'll make sure to post it up so you guys can check it out for anybody that missed this wonderful deep conversation that we've had here. Namala Kina, it's been awesome talking to you guys. Uh, do you guys want to share your social media? Where can people check out your guys? If you want to share it, if not, you can just say yes or no. Um, but I'm chilling. If you know me, you know me. But <laughs> yeah, sorry. If you know, if you know me, you see me. All Even right, that's if you fine. Do know me? Like I don't know if you, that means you follow me. That's what I'm saying. All right, sounds good to me. So Namala and Kina, if you guys want to find them, just. You, you, you'll feel their energy. You know, just, <laughs> right. just follow them. I said that to a man at the bar at the Jamaican club. Love. I was like, if the universe brings us together, we will be together. In my head, I was like, I'm going to avoid your number. Yo, he looked at me crazy. He was like, you mean I have to come to this club next weekend too? And I was like, well, you don't have to do that. But if we happen to meet at the club I again, that that where was I literally made it like a spiritual excuse. And he was looking at me crazy. Like he bought me another drink too. I was like, oh my God. You're like, now she's falling in love. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, I'm in love with the mess. All right. I, I know. Well, in love with the mess. I will say cheers to one year of the podcast. Yeah, thank you, yeah, you two again. Congratulations, Thank you. Josh, thank, thank you. you. We love yes. you. Yes, we love you very much. Thank you for having us, of course.